All right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host, Eric, and joining me this evening, Dino and Kitty Cat. Yeah, his name's Speedy. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time a pet has jumped up on the podcast. It probably won't be the last time, so. Oh, no. So, He's a good boy, though. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard several episodes with him uh, just kind of like jumping up into your lap while you're recording everything. So Yeah, he does that periodically. I tend to kick him out of the room when that happens because he can yowl very loudly. <laughs> and I'm, I guess that's not good audio. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, there was, a, there was a few episodes of mine where my little miniature poodle at the time who was like very elderly, deaf and blind, and she would just randomly start barking at nothing. And once she started going, the black mouth cur started going. The one that you met. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. She's, yes. She's got a very deep part. And of course, she's like up in the windows, like trying to figure out. It's like, what? What's going on? What, what's out there? Yeah. It's just nothing. Just the uh, the lunatic ravings of a little poodle that's uh, going deaf and blind. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was like going back through my notes, and I was like, surely I've had Dino on at some point. And then I was like, oh no, no, I haven't. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, we've 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 talked and stuff, but I don't think I don't think we've ever actually done uh, done a show. No. Well, there was that one show at Childerberg that shall not be named. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, the audio that will never be released, ever, <laughs> ever. No. <laughs> I have it, and sometimes I like to listen back to it and just and it's, just relive it's the so moment. It's so funny. It is so funny. It's it's hilarious, but it's kind of hilarious only if you were there. I can imagine it wouldn't be very fun to listen to at all. <laughs> there would be like little bits that people would enjoy. Uh, Nick rage quitting the show and throwing a microphone into the basket was probably <laughs> the best thing ever. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It was. It was. It was it was just wild, dude. I was trying so hard. I was working so fucking hard to try and get usable audio, and I just failed miserably. Yeah, you and Ace like trying to keep everything like on track. I was like, no, we're gonna do this hot chip challenge, and you know, just yeah. everything just going off the rails from there. Oh, it was it was uh, bad. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something something. Dry fire a gun in my mouth. Yeah, it was. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ! Uh, I, I guess like the only like real thing would just have just Tommy for like ten minutes calling us queers. That, that uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was part of it too. Damn, I can't remember half of this stuff. <laughs> I, I do remember. The audio I remember file. the you high just go back notes. and listen to it, and it was like oh, I, I was have, like I've, drunk half the time. I'm pretty sure I got it like stitched together and stuff too at one point, but I haven't gone back to listen to it in a minute. Yeah, I didn't remember the Tommy bit. I I did remember the I did remember the gun. I did remember Nick getting mad. <laughs> oh my god! Just and just seeing his face getting more and more pissed off. He was so annoyed. He was so unbelievably annoyed. <laughs> He's like asking for confirmation. It's like. He, he's actually like this. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, good, so good. So funny. But uh, so this this week has been uh, the week of the hot takes. Uh, Man. And so yeah, there's not, just not so been hot. plenty. Yeah, no, they flow. They flow like water. <laughs> yeah. So everything from the uh, the Alex Jones case, which nine hundred and sixty five million dollars. Dude, that's uh, a billion-dollar judgment, dude. That's that's going to be – because that's also going to be plus costs, and it's going to be plus the first judgment and plus uh, whatever the judgment is in the third case that's still not done yet. That's right. I forgot there was a third case. Yeah, so it's going to be well over a billion. Oh, yeah. Well, he lost all those cases. This is the thing that – you know, uh, Kinsella posted a thread that was uh, from a – it's known Kinsella heavyweight posted, Stephen Kinsella. Yes, known heavyweight. Look, I, I like Kinsella, but he he posted this thread that was about the Jones thing and how this is a free speech issue and all this other stuff. And uh, honestly, in any other situation, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. And I do agree right. with his position on defamation right. law. I think I think there's a problem with defamation law as a as a concept. I really do. Yeah. Um. 
And for so those I that don't know, Dean is actually like learning to be a lawyer right now. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm in I'm in law school, and I should be taking the bar in February. Uh, so I guess I should say, since we're going to be talking about legal shit, um, I should say I'm not a lawyer. Nothing I say is legal advice. Yeah. Um, this is all entertainment and jokes. So. Oh, entirely. Um, the thing that the, the thing that that bums me out about it is that the the free speech arguments people act like he lost. On the free speech, like, people act like this is an attack on free speech or he lost on the issue of free speech. Right. This case never really went to trial. Right. This, these multiple, all of these cases, every single one of them, um, there was no opportunity for him to present a, def- a defense. Because in every single one of these cases, liability was decided based upon a default judgment because he didn't comply with discovery. Yeah. Now... There's some question about some of those discovery decisions and stuff like yes. that, and I get that. But, but that's what happened here. He he never mounted a a, a free speech defense. He never ra- mounted any defense, right? Because there was no liability phase to this. This is all damages phase, all yeah. of it. Yeah, and that was a, that was kind of like one of the eye opening things. I was like, come on, don't they have a you know right to look through evidence and stuff? And then I then. When I was uh, listening to Richard Grove's uh, Grand Theft World, yes, I listened to all seven hours, by the way, and uh, and he was he would go through and just like just pick it up live or wherever it was at and just play the clip in its entirety, and you can hear like the lawyers like getting chippy with the judge, the judge getting chippy with the lawyers and Alex, and you could just tell it's like oh well this is they pretty much already decided he is guilty. They're just kind of going through what the uh, what the amounts are going to be. Well, he was he was considered liable as a matter of law. That was the default judgment against him. Was was okay. So if he's not going to do the trial, if he's not going to, if he's not go, you you have to show up. You yes. have to show up, and you have to go through the process in order to mount a defense. Right. And I don't know if a free speech defense would have won for him. I doubt it. In some of the cases, I yeah. think in others it might have. Consider this: you've got defamation law is interesting because. You have two different standards for people based upon um, their, their sort of position in society, right? Yeah. There's um, your regular defamation standard that applies to everyone. But if that person is – if the person you're talking about is a uh, a public figure, okay, um, then you have a, an additional element of actual malice, which means that you said the things you said uh, uh, with knowledge they were false or, or with very, very, very little – it's like reckless disregard for the truth or falsity. Right. Okay. So, Which is Alex Jones' entire brand, by the way. Well, yeah, right, to some extent. But there's a possibility that some of these some of these people, some of these family members, the ones that went and spoke on the floor of various legislative bodies, the ones that went on the news and did interviews, the ones that did that stuff like that that makes you a a a, a public figure by your own voluntary action. Um things like talking to legislature and being broadcast. Uh yeah. That kind of thing, it's possible that that the that that additional sort of actual malice standard could have won him on some of these plaintiffs, not all of them, but on on those that did that, he might have had a good defense. He might have had a good free speech defense. Right. Um, it's impossible to know because it never went to trial. <laughs> yeah, and even it was like a. When I was listening to one of the clips, like his lawyer is like, yeah, this guy could be, you know, Satan himself. He's he's not really a well-liked guy by, no, you know, know, polite society and everything, but he still gets his day in court. And, yeah. uh, you know, we've talked to the plaintiffs. Nobody has produced a receipt for pain, suffering, damages or whatever. And as right. soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, well, they're just this is just punishment. That's all this is. <laughs> That's mostly what this became, and you saw a lot of that, especially in the first Texas case, in the first case in Austin with the uh, the attorney, the plaintiff's attorney, who said, um, I believe he said, make sure he can never do this again, like put him out of business, like all this, like basically saying, yeah. attack this guy's livelihood, um, which is, in in my view, that is a bastardization of civil justice. What you're supposed yes. to do in the civil system is make someone else whole. It's right. supposed to be this hurt you to the tune of this much money. And so I have to give you that much money to make up for it. And now you're whole and I've paid and we're done. That's the point of the civil justice system. And to say, attack this guy's livelihood is, 
Yeah, I, I mean, there's ooh, punitive that really, damages. really bothered me. <laughs> yeah, there's punitive damages, and then there's this. Right. And the other thing too, like punitive damages. By the way, I do have a problem with punitive damages as a as a concept. I don't think it's the place of the civil justice system to punish. I don't think it's the place of a justice system to punish. But right. <laughs> the, the civil justice system, especially, uh, it's not your place to punish in that situation. And so, punitive damages, I, I have a problem with as a as, as a um, from a philosophical sort of position. But the the, what's been the damages that have been awarded here? And I looked up for context some of the other damage awards. Okay, the 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 GlaxoSmithKline case. Do you remember this? Do you remember the GlaxoSmithKline case? Yeah, was this like five or six years ago, something like that? Uh, a little or longer than that, but it made main news. Yeah, well, everything blurs together, but sure. it, uh, it it was a massive, massive award for various uh, uh, <laughs> illegal and, and, and highly unethical actions taken by GlaxoSmithKline in the marketing of, um, of painkillers. Unethical? Imagine my shock. <laughs> you don't say. But it was, they paid the, the, the civil penalties in that case. That was $2 billion in civil penalties. Yeah. So, so what, what's, and it's not generally a good idea to compare between cases and causes, the damages awards, because it's, there's no real standard. Um, but really, Alex Jones's thing is worth half of the GlaxoSmithKline case? Are we sure about that? Yeah. Are we positive? <laughs> is Alex even worth that much? I think we Not would a know if he had a billion dollars. Not a chance. He, he's gonna, he was going to have to file for bankruptcy after the first judgment against him. Yeah. The fifty was wasn't like, like fifty million. 50 million, yeah, yeah. If that fifty million dollar judgment, he was gonna have to file for file for bankruptcy after that. I'm positive of that. Um, I don't have no personal knowledge of it, but I, I've got no reason to believe Alex Jones is rolling in fifty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. this is a guy too. If he cleared five million dollars a year from from doing what he does, I I would say that's probably about right. Well, his organization pulls quite a bit. Actually, one of the funny things that happened, if you remember in the Texas case when that one attorney had kind of a, and it's a rare moment that an attorney gets, uh, that plaintiff's attorney got to basically do a Perry Mason sort of moment when he said, uh, you realize your attorneys gave me your whole phone, right? <laughs> and it's like, oh, that. shit. <laughs> that's, that's really bad. <laughs> and it turns out in some of those text messages, they had been talking about how much uh, the organization that is InfoWars Including the merch store and the the various vitamins, yeah vitamins brain expander thirty thousand whatever you call it um all that shit basically he he rakes in a lot of money but it's also not a small organization I mean there's there's people working there and stuff so right. he's got payroll to meet he's got to get stock he's got to invest reinvest some of that but apparently they do okay yeah. But they, they filed for bankruptcy, though, before that first judgment, I think. I think they filed for bankruptcy in, like, 2021. And if yeah. that's not done yet, they're going to have to do it again. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, and liquidate all the assets for InfoWars and everything else, and that's probably yeah. still not even going to come up to enough. No, nowhere near it. This is one of the interesting things, too. I was, I was wondering, and I don't know this as, as, a, as a thing, right? I don't, I don't know this. But I'm wondering if if that plaintiff's attorney in this recent Connecticut case with the nine hundred and sixty some million dollar judgment, I'm wondering if 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 what was going down there, there were multiple plaintiffs there, right? So yeah. you have to divide that by so many plaintiffs and different plaintiffs got different amounts. But yeah, I think it was like something like a dozen plaintiffs in that case in the in the Connecticut branch of it. Um, there were three in the last Austin one, I think three plaintiffs. And then in the Connecticut one, I think there were 10 or 12 in any case. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if that plaintiff's attorney thinks that this is going to give them a better position in any bankruptcy settlements, like this massive judgment that you owe. I'm wondering if maybe they think that's going to be like that. That'll make sure that my clients get something out of this bankruptcy settlement. If it's yeah. the massive judgment, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is possible. I don't, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that makes any sense because I'm not, uh, <laughs> I don't remember, um, the bankruptcy sort of steps and I don't remember where judgment creditors fall and how that's measured. Um, but I, maybe, maybe that's a possibility. Maybe that he, he just wanted to make sure his clients got something out of the bankruptcy settlement. Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, it could be. I, I can imagine there's all kinds of wheeling and dealing uh, going on in the background. But it's there. a lot of money, and it's a ri- yeah. it's a ridiculous amount of money. And yeah. again, the the every every defamation proceeding is a free speech issue. Yeah, because you're you're every single one is like you always have that sort of hanging over any defamation proceeding. Yeah, but in this case, it's it's like. <sighs> I think with some of these plaintiffs, he almost certainly deserves to lose a defamation case. Whether or not you think defamation is good law, right? Whether or not you think defamation is a good thing to have as a cause of action in the civil justice system. um, He almost certainly deserves to lose at least some of these. Yeah. Uh, But others, maybe not. Others, maybe he does have a good, a good, a good free speech defense that's just not. Or a or a good public figure defense, or a good defense of I I doubt he has a defense of truth, but <laughs> there are mo- there are other defenses. Um, I'm I'm, <clears throat> but we never got that because yeah. we got these default judgments. Yep, uh, it's it's going to be one of those, uh, you know, what if could have you know uh, the the could haves that kind of surround this case and everything, but it was just it was just ridiculous as soon as I saw it and then. The mob took to Twitter. Oh, finally, you know, we're actually going to cancel this guy. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> but the next time you go spouting off at the mouth. It seems like this. what. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, it yeah. seems like what what got under Kinsella's skin that that that's bugged the shit out of me, too, is all of the media outlets and stuff saying, like, this is a clear statement that you can't lie like this. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you can. You absolutely yeah. can lie. There's nothing. There's nothing yeah. wrong with lying. There's Politicians like, do it every single. Yeah, day. like from from a legal from a legal perspective, you're allowed to lie. Nobody can. I mean, you're, you can't do fraud, but that's a special yeah. kind of lie. I, lying I, generally as, <laughs> is fine. And and the the fact that this that the headlines are making it seem like this is about lies rather than a very specific kind of lie said in a very specific way that causes that gives rise to a claim of defamation. Um, really, uh, I, it bugs me too. So I understand Kinsella's like, re, like getting that grating on him. Um, yeah. cause that seemed like that motivated a chunk of that thread was just seeing all these headlines. Like you can't lie like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kinsella, he's, he, he's one of those guys that it, once he knows, uh, cause he's a lawyer too. And once he knows that something's going on, he, he's really just going to latch onto it like mm-hmm. a hound dog and he's not oh, going yeah. to let it go <laughs> oh yeah and he's also got no that the dude has no scruples about saying what he thinks or not right. scruples but he's got no uh no uh what's the word i'm trying to think of yeah he's no got problem no, i guess with yeah he's got no filter it's a, it's yeah, gonna yeah. come out stream of consciousness sometimes very so, honest uh, guy I, like I, said, I like Kinsella. i agree with him on a lot but yeah. it's one of those things where it's like eh this so my case. buddy uh, Link, uh, $5 L, Kinsella is just having his autism triggered. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. Just, yep. Just, just, <laughs> just a tad. But, yeah, like I was saying to some people, it's like sometimes we- weaponized autism is uh, profitable. So it's... <laughs> so Can be. Let's, uh, let's not make fun of it too badly. Let's, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, some of the hot takes that were coming out from that... Uh, it was all the people. It was like, oh, I'm glad that Alex Jones is getting that, and then the other people just sticking up for him, just willy nilly, just without even thinking about it. And it was like unthinkingly, right? Yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm a you know member of PrisonPlanet.tv, so obviously I got to support my guy. I was like, well, that's your mistake. First yeah, of all. that's fine. I, like, I guess I, but... I don't like the guy. I have my problems with Alex Jones. And at the same time, I can also disagree with 965 fucking million. Dollars. God, that's a lot of fucking money. Um, <laughs> Alex Jones is such a weird character. Like this is a guy. <clears throat> I went back and I listened to an old, I, I went back and I listened to his Y2K show back when he was doing overnight broadcasts on radio. Um, yeah. in the nineties. I went back and listened to his Y2K show, and, and it kind of put something in perspective for me. And I was talking to my dad about this. That's a sentence I say all the time, but I do talk to my dad about shit like this a lot. <laughs> um, all right. He said the line. Everybody drink. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, I, was, I was talking to my dad about it, and I, and I told him, I said, I believe Alex Jones believes what he says. And my dad goes, really? You think he, you think he believes what he says? And mm. I said, yeah, I do. Because you go back and listen to it, and it's even even way in the past. If he was trying to crank things up, 
he wouldn't consistently think the exact same way, right? If it was if it was fake, right? If it was fake, the through line of his psychology wouldn't exist all the way back in 1999. But I went and I listened to that Y2K episode, and it's like this is the same guy after after two decades. Right. Oh my God! Is it actually three decades? It's two decades, right? I'm no, not two decades. Just, would be just, okay. Two thousand. So it's coming up on three. Oh no! In two thousand twenty-nine. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I don't know why I, I just my brain when I try to think about the '90s, I forget how long ago they were, and I don't know if it was forever or yesterday. Um, it was yesterday and it was also forever. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, it, it wouldn't be the same sort of thought pattern that he has. And, and it, the, the, the way that he thinks would change as he's trying to ramp stuff up. Things like, I think the, I think Alex Jones from time to time has more and less notoriety, but I don't think he changes. And, and, and that makes me think he's being honest, at least, at least that he believes what he's saying when he says it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, whether yeah, it's it, strictly it true sense. or not. Yeah. And I've always, <laughs> I've, the, the main problem with Alex that I have is he will often take the first thing that he reads or the first things that he is told and he'll just run with it. Yep. Without like backing it up or fact checking it or getting a, a different source on it. Uh, and that's when we get crazy Alex, you know, screaming at the top of his lungs and also saying hyperbolic statements of, I see stories like this every week. I was like, right. No, no Alex, you saw this no, story you don't. this week. <laughs> 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 well, it's one of those things. There's an old video, you know, the, you know, the, uh, the, the pyramid that's now Bass Pro Shops in Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. The greatest testament to rednecks everywhere. Yeah. The glass pyramid in Tennessee. That's now a Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> it's amazing. But one, one of the interesting things is there's, there was, there was a, supposed to be a hard rock at the very top of it. A hard rock cafe. And yeah. Alex Jones, there's an old video of him. You can find Alex Jones is doing a stand-up. And you can see it in the background. You can see the pyramid kind of. It's sort of yeah. in the distance. But, and he's doing this stand-up. And he's talking about how... Um, there's a crystal skull at the top of this pyramid, and and uh, what, what, what people don't understand, the crystal skull at the top of this pyramid. See, what that is is that is a that is a magical talisman that's uh that's designed to uh something about collapsing dimensions. Um, and and I'm I'm thinking I'm watching this and I'm like, no fucking way. I go look it up. There is a crystal skull at the top of that pyramid. The Hard Rock CEO thought it would be cool, so Alex Jones learns this fact. And then immediately ties it in with all this other shit. And he goes from A to B to Z immediately with nothing in between that's linking it. Right. And that's the way that dude thinks. It's constant with him. Yeah. And uh, for those of us who don't know what we're talking about here, uh, I found an image. So here it is at night. All oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And neon green with the best pro shops right there. Yeah, it was supposed to be a basketball court. <laughs> That's even stranger than a best props. Right. <laughs> Come on, down to the pyramid. Well, it's a it's such it's an interesting thing, but just like that. So but I, I was like, bullshit, there's no fucking crystal skull at that. What are you talking about, Alex? I go look it up. No, there's there is. There's a crystal skull there. It's just yeah. all the dimensional magic shit is probably not real. Right. Uh, but the crystal skull part's real. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> but it's a pyramid, and it's supposed to be mysterious. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's a symbol of the of the, of the uh, Masonic Illuminati. Whatever. Yeah. And it just kind of comes <laughs> out like that. Yeah, so that's yeah. always been the, the big problem with him. Uh, as far as, like, him faking it, I, I think the uh, the yelling and screaming Alex is, is a little bit of a performance. Because he, sure. he knows he'll get clicks from that. So Sure. Um, I, 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 yeah, I mean, performing to an audience is, uh, is something that he certainly does and is good at. I, I'm, I'm absolutely, I, I don't think Alex Jones in his daily life walks around, you know, <laughs> I don't like I'm putting chemicals in the water. I don't, I don't think that's like a constant existence for him, but so he's certainly playing it up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and the reason why he's got that voice of his, that where it's all down here and you know, that's because he's been yelling at the top of his lungs for <laughs> Five days decades. <laughs> Absolute decades. He used to get radio play actually on Sundays out in West Texas. 
Um, he ha- he was syndicated out there. Uh, it's he hilarious. Off with cable access, and you can mm-hmm. go back and watch some of those videos of young Alex, where he kind of is a little more high pitched and. Young Alex Jones. My girlfriend told me young Alex Jones is attractive. <laughs> dude, he wasn't a bad looking dude. He's he's kind. I mean, he, he, was he was in good. shape. He was in he shape. He looks good. Yeah. You know, he had that head of hair on him. Kind of had that little wry smile on his face. He's always been a little bit more of like a thicker guy, but he was kind of he's always yeah. barrel chested, kind of thick, like like kind of a or yeah. sort of masculine, not not like fat. Yeah, but he was, was kind of stocky. He's like he kind of like me right. in that respect. You know, I, I have a lot of weight, but I carry it kind of well. You know, it's yeah, like right. barrel chested. <laughs> exactly. That's and he's he was always kind of like that. Young Alex is a uh, young Alex Jones. Kind of like it kinda reminds me of like the young Joseph Stalin pictures. <laughs> you see pictures of young Joseph Stalin. He looks like a hipster. He looks yeah. like and he's he's like an attractive guy, like yeah. undeniably attractive guy. But he looks like a hipster, like yeah. a, a classic. You know, um, Rob Banks and <laughs> right. <laughs> Alex Jones is kind of like that. He's he's a young Alex Jones is is a good looking dude. Good looking dude. Now he's you can see how he transformed into what he is now, though, too. Right. It's, that's not, it's not like it's a different guy. It's like, oh, I see what happened to this to this that went here. <laughs> I see how that happened. It was kind of like that episode of uh, King of the Hill where they find out that uh, Bill Dotrieve may have had seal DNA put into him to uh, withstand <laughs> Arctic climate, and that's the reason why he looks the way he looks. <laughs> <laughs> and they had like this picture of him like young in the army, and it was like full head of hair and buff. And, and then they yeah, got yeah. To him yeah. Young Bill Dotrieve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I just, uh, just like that. I really don't think I don't think this is the free speech issue just to just to sort of sort of pat down on the on the just the fiery rage that a lot of people have and fear a lot of people are scared as a result of yeah. this this is not the free speech issue a lot of people are making it out to be because again there was no trial yeah there's no there's he wasn't even able to present a defense so the the Liability was determined without looking at the evidence. Yeah. Um, and that's because of that those default judgments, some of which he may have deserved. Others, I've heard he probably didn't. But yeah. that part aside, they were default judgments. What can you do? Yeah. And, you know, that being said, you can't control what your audience does. And so I think a lot of that was just the audience just taking it and run with it. That's a defense that I would have loved to see raised in a trial. Yes, is, exactly. <laughs> is for, it's like, show me the receipts where he was directing people to go to this. Where did houses. he tell people to do this? Exactly. Right. Exactly. How is that his fault? How how can you point at anything he said and and link that to... It's very much like the January 6th thing, actually. Just a, just a little bit, you know. Yeah. Every politician that says, well, we got to fight him on the Hill, you know. At no point did Trump exactly say, go in there and you know hang <laughs> Mike Pence for not doing Trump his never job said right. Trump never said go steal podiums yeah, um, or fart on Nancy <laughs> Pelosi's desk <laughs> Nancy Pelosi <laughs> stealing Nancy Pelosi envelope yep. nobody he never said that he he said we're gonna march there and that's it yeah so he said fight like hell but that's not yeah. that's not incitement um at all. I mean, really, if, especially no, if it, in a if it was context, every politician not. going back all the way to the founding of the country. It's like that's typical like campaign speeching. So, yeah, that's it's absolutely nothing. So it, I would have loved to see that defense raised where it's like, uh, I'm not responsible for what these idiots do. Yep. Um, it's it's not my fault if they if they hear something I say and decide to go be stupid. That's not on me. Yeah. We even got it like during the the Clive and Bundy uh, standoff with uh, the Bureau of Land Management. Um, You had people like going in there and telling them it's like, hey, we heard that the uh, the FBI might be uh, might be just going in here full, you know, SRT team. It's like, where'd you hear that? And it was like, oh, I heard it on the radio. I was like, okay, where do you work? The Home Depot. (laughs) <laughs> okay, all right. We know who you are. Okay, I got you. <laughs> that was that that kind of stuff. 
again, it's not it's not his fault if anyone yelled at these people or whatever. Yeah. Harass them. Take your just case like, up with them. Yeah, Sue the like people that were harassing you. Yeah, just the, it's like uh, trying to sue the gun manufacturer for what happened at Sandy Hook. Exactly. Like, they're not liable for the misuse of their tools. No. How many no. people have it, been it, killed with a claw hammer? Are, are we suing Stanley and DeWalt? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, I mean, honestly, no, it, the the tool functioned as intended. It was just a bad use of the tool. <laughs> I mean, you can't. That's that's not a cause of action. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever been to a gun training class, like even the trainers will say, yeah, I'm not going to be held liable for the misuse of these training and tactics. So Right. Right. If you if you screw this up, it's on you. Yeah. There's there's uh, uh, this 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 desire to sue. And here's the thing, too. There's an interesting sort of flip side to this that that is that also needs to be, I think, combated. And that is the the people who there's there's the one side of it where it's like people want to sue everyone for everything. We have to sue the gun manufacturers. We have to sue Alex Jones for what an Alex Jones listener did. We have to sue everybody for every single thing that happens somewhere. Right, right. Everything that happens downstream of anything they did has to be, they have to be liable for. And then on the other side though, you have people who are like, man, every, everything's so litigious and all this. And and the, they, they point at things like the McDonald's hot coffee case. And they say that was, yeah, everybody gets it wrong. And everybody uses it as, as an example of like civil justice run amok. And it's like, did oh, you see that woman's legs? <laughs> like, yeah. When you start getting into the nitty gritty of the details, it's like, no, that coffee was like over two hundred degrees. It was yeah hotter than you would normally make coffee. That was un- that would be un it would be unsafe for anyone to hand anyone anything that hot and not tell them it was that hot. Like, right? It would be that. There's no getting around the fact that that case, what McDonald's did in playing the media especially the conservative media against any judgment against them was genius is tactically genius utilizing the media in the way that they did to make it seem like, yeah, this woman just spilled coffee on herself. Um, how many of us have ever done that? Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The way that they, but that's the other side of it. People are just like, man, civil, civil, uh, civil awards are way too high and we need tort reform and stuff. It's like, look, I, I get I get why you might think that, but on the whole, juries tend to be okay at deciding what's, what a harm is worth. Yeah. yeah. They tend to be pretty good at it. Um, there are cases where things get ridiculous. The Alex Jones case, for example. Yeah. But you on the a whole... of people just getting them into a room. It's like, who, who's, who's wrong here? Yeah, they're nine times out of ten. They're going to be okay on it. Yeah. And what would this thing, what would this kind of harm be worth to you if you get an average of 12 people that, that, that are they would deciding not come on up that. with $965 million? No, no, hell no. But, but just like that, that's, that's why this is a punishment thing and not, not a, this isn't yeah. civil justice. This is punitive. Um, yeah, and his lawyer was like trying to bring that up. He's like, guys, we're just trying to de- determine damages. We haven't been presented with one receipt. So we're just punishing this guy just based off of, you know, you don't like him. I was like, okay, great. Nobody likes him. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. You know, and and that's one of the things is usually have to, usually you have to go through pretty extensive measures to prove up damages. Like yeah. if, if you're trying to prove up that you deserve money, you, you've got to show it. You've, yeah. you've got to say, I mean, we saw this in the Depp trial. Johnny Depp had to argue uh, if you watch that trial at all, which yeah, yeah, Hollywood circus aside, it was an interesting case. Um, but he had to, they had him up on the stand for a long time talking about his career and people were yeah. saying like, well, this is so woe is me and masturbatory. And it's like, no, no, no. He's trying to prove up damages. He's trying to say, this is my career. This right. is how hard I work. This is what I do. This is what I get paid for it. And, and I lost sudden, that because of her. Stopped. Right, exactly. That's what he was doing up there was proving up damages, talking about how much work he puts into it and right. and all that stuff. So you have to do that. And and if if and I haven't seen any of the filings, so I, I can't say, but if that didn't happen in this case, then it, it makes it all the more obvious that it's pure. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I was, I'm only going off of the uh, the few clips that I've heard of the lawyer talking about. He's like, we weren't presented any kind of receipts. You know, yes, we have anecdotal evidence where people say, well, you know, strangers were calling my house all hours of the night and harassing me. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that sucks, but you need to take that up with them. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because exactly. yeah, there's not a single episode of the Alex Jones Infowars where he directed people to go harass the family. Not a single episode. If they can't present that, uh, I, yeah. I, it, it, it's unfounded. One of the problems with some of those default judgments, I saw that they had uh, they had asked for certain video from that time period of, of some of the shows that he did and stuff. And yeah. I, if I'm not, if I recall correctly, and I could be totally wrong, um, he had said they had said something along the lines of, "Well, we can't give you that video because when we got kicked off Facebook and YouTube, that was yeah, our archive." All that, yeah, all the video is there. Yeah, we don't we don't archive video on our own servers, which is not a professional media outlet. Every professional media outlet's going to archive their own video on their own servers, but they're going to they're going to have backups of backups. But sure, but is Infowars? This is the other thing, though. Is Infowars <clears throat> this this crazy guy that flies off the handle and goes off the cuff all the time, or is he a consummate professional? Pick one. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, I'm, I, I, I think it's possible they didn't have archives if they thought they had all their videos spread out across Facebook and YouTube and a couple of their platforms. Yeah, and they, they might have well, thought it was safe. Yeah, it's in a diverse holding, so you know, a lot of people do that. So I would believe he doesn't have the video. I'm, I would, I think that would be possible. Yeah. <laughs> they would be like, "Hey, give us all this video," and he's like, "I don't have it." <laughs> yeah, no, really, all you had to do is just find a super fan that has got all that stuff downloaded and saved somewhere. They got some of it from somewhere. They played it in court. I, I don't yeah. know the particulars of that. But they and they got the some video from somewhere. Just, you know, him just flying off the handle at the, the first news story that he read about it. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. just kind of connecting dots uh, one to 608, you know? Yeah, it's that classic picture. Did you do, you, I don't know, this is an old Facebook meme. I saw this when I was in high school. But it was, uh, it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a connect the dots of a giraffe. Yeah. And someone connects the dots of the giraffe and they go, theory. And then someone connects the dots to look like a star of David and they go conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> and that's very much what Alex Jones does. Alex yeah. Jones just, he knows the dots exist and he's right. The dots exist. The crystal skull does exist at the top of the thing. Yeah. The frogs but... didn't turn gay. They just turned her methoditic. You know? <laughs> yes, so... exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But he's that's, that's always the thing that just bugs me about it. It's because like a lot of it's true, and then you have to just kind of weigh through his just his his performance, and that's what really just grates on my nerves. Right. Well, he's one of these. He's he's I I think he's entertaining. I think he's entertaining. There, and there's no doubt about it. He gets on the Joe Rogan show. He's like, look, oh I'm man, kind of retarded. <laughs> and we're, we're all dying laughing. It's he, he knows he's funny. Thing. Yeah, he knows he's funny. That's the thing. He's funny. He's a, he's a, he is a consummate entertainer. And, and, and that's, that's what I like about him. I I've never used Infowars for news and I don't personally oh, yeah, know never. anyone who does. Yeah. <laughs> so No, you have, you have friends that use Infowars as their primary source. <laughs> we, we, we all know that person. Oh, sure. Sure. But yeah. for me, it's like, I, I, I mean, like, I, uh, personally, I, I I can't. I mean, like in my real life, I, I can't think of anyone who who do, even my most conspiratorial friends, like who I talk to regularly, um, they're not going to. Alex Jones is entertainment for them. It's not yeah. a way of life. Um, I'm sure some people do. I mean, yeah. I'm not. It's everyone's going to take something seriously. But <laughs> like if I was writing a paper, I'm not going to just like source as like source Wikipedia. <laughs> right. It's kind of the same thing. It's like I can maybe start there, but I'm I'm gonna go through a few links, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, you got to check out the footnotes and see what what's actually where that comes from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Go crazy. for it. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say it was pretty nuts. Pretty yeah, nuts. Can't believe yeah. it happened. It's a, it's uh, a punitive award. It, it's it really is a punitive award, and I think the biggest problem with it is that we didn't get a trial. And that's honestly, depending on who you listen to and, and, you know, on some of those issues, that's probably Alex Jones' fault. Yeah. 
The dude also went through 11, 11 lawyers. Yeah. That's a he cannot be easy to work with as a client. Like, there's oh, no I'm, way. Yeah, I already know he's probably definitely not easy to work with, you know, in Hollywood terms. I can't remember where I remember reading that from, but I, I read 11 lawyers. That's that's quite Insane. a lot. Insane. I yeah. can understand maybe going through a few. There's like, no, I'm not going to do that defense. We're, we're going to play it this way. Sure. Yeah. Do a couple, change your team. Maybe you have a maybe you have a disagreement with somebody, whatever. But you can hire 11? the one lawyer and he's like, yeah, I don't really handle defamation suits. <laughs> so this is outside of my wheelhouse. I might want to talk to this guy over here. Right. But that's I just me know, speculating. Man. Speculating mm. to make it, it funny. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's wild. He, there's no way he's easy to work with. And, and like I said, some of those default judgments he probably deserved. Uh, uh, some aspects of it may be totally illegitimate. I haven't looked that deeply into it, yeah. but I've seen some of the arguments around them and, um, look, like financial information, dude, if you're, you're in discovery in a defamation case, you got to turn over the financials, man. You, you don't, yeah. you don't have a choice. <laughs> Otherwise, they come up with a nine hundred and sixty-five million dollar judgment. Exactly. <laughs> you know, then they can kind of see. Oh, this guy only makes like twelve million a year. Uh, exactly. We can so he's definitely eleven. Eleven million. But he already—they uh, filed for bankruptcy earlier on, and that's not ending anytime soon. This dude's got no money. Yeah. This dude's got no. He can't pay these judgments. Yeah, he's uh, trying to imagine him living around in Austin, being completely destitute. Hmm. Uh, well, he can take advantage of those relaxed camping laws they've got. <laughs> uh, you just can imagine him on like on the side of the highway. We'll yell and scream for money. You know? Oh God! <laughs> I, Actually, I will rant Alex, about anything for five bucks. Alex Jones filmed on a on a cell phone camera on the side of the highway might be the best Alex Jones content. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the globalist did take my job. Yeah. Oh man, that was another thing. He he brought all of the. Oh, oh man, when he was talking about. Fighting the globalists and shit on the stand. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's classic. Classic. It's the funniest shit on the planet, dude. Oh, oh man. It blew me he, away. Did, he did have one clip where there's like, well, you're saying that there's a pedophile ring in, in Washington, D.C. He's like, you mean when the Clintons flew to little St. James Island with Epstein? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is, yeah, I am saying that. <laughs> That video was probably the greatest because right after he says that, the little uh, sunglasses and the joint comes down. Thug life. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the last thing to go after him for. <laughs> it's like you you walked into that one, dude. It was oh, like yeah. there there was a hole in the floor that was obvious to everybody, and you just jumped right into it. <laughs> Man, but I do. Um, mm, it's an interesting thing, but just like that, it's it's less interesting because we never got a trial out of it. So I can't yeah, look back like, at like trial footage and be like, oh well, this was a this was evidence of this and this was evidence of that. No, you can't. Yeah. There was no evidence in this case. Yeah, <sighs> it's gonna be one of those things that we'll be talking about for a long time. I'm sure. Oh yeah, especially since there's still a judgment to come down out of Texas. Um, I'm not I, sure what your you lost students are probably gonna be uh, learning about this for a while too. Uh, I haven't seen it come up yet, but I imagine um, some people will bring it up. Absolutely. I yeah. can think of a couple professors that would bring it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is why this demon seed needed to be. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can only imagine. I can, only imagine. <laughs> I can think of a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got uh, some interesting news in the uh, Childerberg discord. And uh, later on uh, Twitter, apparently Jake is looking for a new spot for Childerberg Go. Oh, really? The... Private land. Oh, that would be better. That would be better, especially since that be would be better. Working showers. <laughs> that would be good. But uh, even outside of that, getting away from the sort of state park situation, as much as I love, as much as I really enjoy going to that park and hanging out with everybody. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a beautiful park. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I can see that being better, especially considering all of the uh, 
well, you know, sometimes things that aren't strictly legal occur. <laughs> uh, yes, so uh, it might be better the, to be on private land. Yeah. What was the sign of Childerberg? What, what did they call it? Pr- uh, pirate medicine? Yeah. Yeah, that was there. <laughs> I saw that one going I, by. I was like, I was like, pirate. Ma-. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. I know what that is. Yeah, I think I recall seeing something along those lines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to mention like the random dudes like walking around with uh, backpacks uh, with maybe some substances in there. Uh, who could know? <laughs> it's all speculation I'd, on this end. I'd have no occasion to know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe private land's a better idea. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that it's uh, that it's Grillbergs, because he said he was going to buy property around there. Ooh, that'd be cool. And we kind of cool. made Grillberg a, a legend, and he was at the last <laughs> one too. So, you know, the uh, speaking about buying land, I, I've we've been thinking about doing that uh, when we get a little bit more established. Yeah, we've been wanting to get the hell out of the city, dude. Yeah, definitely escape Houston. Uh, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, what, yeah. what do you it's, like to call it? Mega City Three? Oh God, it is. It one hundred percent is. It's it, it, and it's it, it's. There are certain cool aspects of it, but uh, you know, then you try to get on a train or drive down the street, and you've got uh, various yeah. clearly unwell people screaming at you, uh, and so it's not really uh, conducive to calm. Uh, <laughs> it's not very zen. No, not not even a little bit. Uh, It's like in the 99, 2000, I lived in Spring, Texas, which is just a little bit north of Houston. Yep. And uh, my work was down FM 1960, and it was like five miles away. Mm -hmm. I could get there faster on a bicycle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I believe it. (laughs) It's not great. Once you got to that Kirkendall uh, intersection right there, it was like n- nobody's going anywhere. We're we're gonna sit here through eight light cycles. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's part of the thing. I know the the crime rate thing is a little overblown as far as the violent crime stuff. A lot of that too. This is an interesting thing. Uh, did you watch the? I don't know if you would have occasion to the Greg Abbott Beto debate. No, I didn't see that. I, I've seen Beto trying to get up there and trying to stunt where he like shows up at a Greg Abbott meeting. It's like, oh, you've got the gun, the blood on the children's hands. All it's like, shut up, Beto. Gross. We all the know your wife too- pays you to be there, and you know that <clears throat> she makes you watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, Abbott, Abbott uh, can make competent legal arguments. He, he, he's, uh, he's been an attorney. Um, and so he, you know, when, when they were talking about the gun stuff, uh, Abbott was like, there's no way that a, an increase in the age to buy a rifle is going to survive judicial review. And the few States that have done that have done it, it's going to be overturned. So we're not even going to bother. There's no, there's no reason to, there's no reason to go then fight in the Supreme court for a law that we know is going to be overturned. And we knew was going to be overturned before we passed it. Right. There's no reason to do that. Um, so there's yeah. reasonable the arguments. Pretty much everybody recognizes an 18 year old is an adult. Right. Exactly. Um, and so we his, let them so sign his... contracts. We let them buy property, <laughs> which have contracts. Yeah. Was, yeah. As soon as you turn 18, you are an adult. Yeah. You're kind of on your own too. <laughs> yeah. If you, if there's shit, you don't know at that point too bad, dude. <laughs> Cause you yeah. can very easily be fucked. Uh, uh and, and I was. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, man. It's 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 a little ridiculous, but the there was the <clears throat> he then makes dumb arguments like when he was talking about the, uh, the the bail reform and stuff that had happened in Harris County and how much more violent Houston is now and stuff. And it's like, actually, that rate didn't change all that much. And the bail reform stuff was for misdemeanors. Yeah. Not so, felonies. Yeah. So it's an, a good argument uh, followed immediately by bullshit yeah. um, from Greg Abbott. But but that's something that the they've really been trying to make hay with this cycle. Uh, yeah. Republicans, especially at the state level, um, have been trying to make hay with the increase in crime rates. Ignoring, of course, the fact that this has been the trend since the economy was killed uh, under COVID. 
Um, it's and, like they and, can't get that correlation down. You know, it's like it's got the, nothing to do with bail reform. Yeah, the, the government <laughs> did this thing, and now there's all the second order effects that happened afterwards. Right, and these are going to lag too as as people uh, slowly sort of get their feet back under them from an economy that was killed. Is yeah. barely growing now, and the inflation rate alone is making it really not even worth it for a lot of people to yeah. try and make money because it's not worth anything anymore. Uh, it's yeah. it's easier just to wait on a check from the government, um, and and the money's yes. worth the same. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jack Spierko had a uh, had a pretty good line. He goes that yeah, there's a lot of people in my old hometown who say that they're retired, but they're drawing a government disability check, right. It's like, no, yeah. you're not retired. You're on disability. <laughs> you're on the dole. It's okay, but you're... Come on. <laughs> words actually do mean things sometimes. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest here. It's, it's one of those things I find... I, 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 I do find that state-level politics have gotten increasingly ridiculous since the Trump era. Because they used to oh, not... Yeah. They used to not be that. But now... I, I'm, I'm wondering if it's just Texas... No, Louisiana's pretty crazy. I mean, we just had a uh, Kennedy ad over here that said, uh, you know, if you get in trouble with the uh, with somebody, call a crackhead. You know, trying to use that old tired line. Motherfucker. I was like, I, I will call a crackhead because the cops isn't going to show. <laughs> crackhead's not going to show up to my house and shoot my dog. Jesus. Start, start whipping my ass and staying, screaming, stop resisting at the top of his lungs. Call a crackhead. That I haven't heard that in a long time. That's some that's old school internet boomer shit, man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Call a crackhead. You know, I'm yeah. tough on crime. I was like, uh, okay. Good old good old Louisiana politics. <laughs> Lovely. I love it when you're tough on crime. I yeah. love it when you're when you're so tough on crime that people with a plant get thrown in a cage for a half a decade. God, that's just so tough. Right. On so such tough. crime. <laughs> And then a lot of them end up at Angola State Prison, which is out in the middle of nowhere. This is one of the things that, just like that, and we've talked about this on TETC a couple of times, is the amount of time between when you get arrested and when you get a trial at this point, it, yeah, especially in Harris County. I had to chip in on that one. As a Californian, I could say state politics here have always been insane. That's fair. <laughs> no lies no detected. California has this has that interesting sort of divide though too between like NorCal is kind of conservative red counties and then you get into the the Bay and and LA and it's all blue, um, which I'm sure is just makes makes the legislative makeup there has to be the most fun aspect of that. Like as far as if you like politics watching, that has to be hilarious. Yeah, there's a there's a big deal about representation out there because some of those uh, red areas they don't nearly have the representation in uh, in their state house. Oh, I'm sure not. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, if any state needed to be split up, it's definitely California. Dude, it's such an interesting thing. I hear from I hear from people from I've never been personally, but I hear from people from California and they're talking about no 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 you're not understanding culturally yeah the Bay Area and L A sucks. You go up to yeah. NorCal, dude. It's like being in Texas. I'm, yeah, you're you kidding get, me. Yeah, you get a couple hours outside of Los Angeles. Like you go into like what they call the Inland Empire and everything. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of like chemical plants and stuff like that. There's also a lot of farmland and a whole bunch of rednecks mm-hmm. out there. Nice. So every state needs a healthy population of rednecks. <laughs> oh, and that's the thing about rednecks. They are all over the globe. Oh, Everywhere yeah. you go, there are rednecks. <laughs> yes. Yes, the 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 white trash blood flows through mankind. It's like, <laughs> it's, one could say that's probably how we live, you know, for most of our history. <laughs> Dare I say it's the default state of man? So, <laughs> as scary as that is to you, I'm not white trash. I'm just closer to my roots. <laughs> I'm just living like my ancestors. <laughs> now i've got uh the that that level of the, the thing that sucks the most about for example one of the reasons to get the hell out of the cities if you need more reasons to get the hell out of the cities i had to take my car to a body shop because yeah. i had gotten in an accident 
a while back and I ordered the parts online and I got all the parts here and stuff and I had to take the car to the shop to have the parts put on. Knowing, knowing that if I had some space and if I could have my car up on jack stands for just a couple of days, I could have done all of it myself. Right. But I live in a fucking apartment complex. <laughs> and Which don't allow they you would to work never on your let cars. me do that. Right. Yeah, they would never let me do that, ever. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm kind of like in a similar situation. I kind of live like not really downtown Baton Rouge, but I kind of live in the city limits. And mm-hmm. uh, I live in a condominium. And um, so I've got like a... Uh, couple problems with the Xterra of uh, Doom, which I'm going to promote early to Xterra Financial Ruin. And I was like, yeah, I could probably knock this out in an afternoon. But uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, as soon as I start like taking a set of wrenches and opening up the hood, they'll be like, no, no. We're uh, not no, going to no, let no, you no. replace you your heater core right here in the middle of the parking lot. Sorry, bud. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, but I don't want to spend 1500 bucks at a shop to do this. It's just a $75 part and I have time. <laughs> I, I took a part... <laughs> There was a, there was an old, the, uh, the Honda Accord, I believe it was a, it was a nah, mid 2000s model. They have the a starter car in America. Oh yeah. Accord. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to, I had to replace the starter and it's under the exhaust manifold that comes off that little four banger. Like the, like the exhaust manifold wraps around and the starters wedged in there. No, that's not a good so, thing for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I had to take that off. <laughs> Yeah, let's just put of an electrical motor like right next to the heat source of the fucking engine. Yeah. So I had to take all that off to get to it. And that kind of work I can do. I'm fine at it. I'm not yeah. I'm not a I'm not a mechanic at all. No. But I can do that shit. Um simple part swaps, you should be able to leave high school and know how to do that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it it's and it but it bummed me the hell out being like, yeah. man, I just wish I could jack this thing up and put it on stands. And spend the couple afternoons it would take to do it, just to do it. Yeah. I and might get can't two do that. bloody knuckles in the process, but I'm willing to do it. Can't do that in the city. You right. can't do that if you're living in an apartment complex. You just can't get away with that kind of shit. I, I really yeah. want to get the hell out of the city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't blame <laughs> I don't blame me. It's it's really long since time to go. So but uh but uh I think well, it's a pretty good place to leave it off here. Uh Dino, go ahead and get your grift on, buddy. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Pacing Joska on Twitter, J-O-U-S-K-A. He's a and really nice guy. You should go follow him. He really is. I'm not yeah. sure who he is, but he's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, for a nondescript the Twitter user, he's, he's yes, great. Yes, he is nondescript indeed. Um, and then the end times continue. That's a, a show that I do with Ace Arcus, Ace underscore Arcus. Yep. Um, Fantastic show. It's it can a, be downloaded. So. It's very fun. It's fun to make. And that's that's one of the reasons I like it. It's it's I, I think it's more fun than when I was making Dino files. Um, I'm gonna use that Dino files fee, but I'm gonna use it for other stuff because I hated being a new show, and I'm done being a new show. <laughs> and and actually, when Ace and I were talking about what we wanted the end times to be, it was not a new show. We want to talk about other stuff. We can use news stories to talk about stuff, but we want to talk about right. other stuff, not just run down the news. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, so that's at TETC.show. Go check that out. It's it's very, very fun. One of the episodes that I'm most proud of, if you want a place to start, one of the episodes that I am most proud of is the episode that we did talking about the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yes. Um, that episode is... It, I Legitimately, I'm probably going to re-upload that episode every year on that date. Um. Not as a replacement for that week's episode, but just to make sure it stays in the feed on yeah, that keep, day. Keep it in the rotation, definitely for sure. Yeah, it's 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 so 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 interesting and so important. The things that we talked about on that episode in particular. You like that? Listen to the rest of it. Um, and that's that's all I've got to. That's all I have to plug, sir. Well, that's uh, those are really good plugs. I mean, those are you know '90s era Joe Biden plugs right there. So. <laughs> Uh, gotta love it. But uh, thanks for playing along, man. We'll catch you around the timeline, okay? Hey, thanks so much for having me on, man. It's been a blast. Uh, likewise. See ya.